Hello and welcome to VChat episode number 47. I'm David Davis from vmwarevideos.com. And I'm Simon Seagrave from techhead.co. How you doing, Simon? I'm doing well, thanks, David. Wow, another uh, another VChat. This is good. We're, we're on a roll here. That's in a row. That's right. We are on a roll. Hopefully it's a roll we're going to keep up. Uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you these last few episodes. Uh, last time we talked about, you know, conferences past and conferences present here in 2018. And today we're going to talk about the AWS Cloud Practitioner Certification. Are you ready? I certainly am. Yeah, no, f- fascinating subject. And one that I know that you're, uh, you've done quite a bit on recently. So uh, yeah, let's kick things off. All right. Yeah. So um, at the end of last year, I went to Amazon's reInvent conference. And one of the things I was interested in, it was getting some sort of certification. Um, I mean, I'd heard of the AWS, you know, certified solutions architect and sysop admin. um, But those require a lot of preparation. And so I was interested when I found this just very entry level, basic, fundamental cloud certification from Amazon called the AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner. So um, I, they, they had a testing center, of course, at the event. And over a couple nights, I watched Amazon's free video training course. I also watched uh, a few others, uh, bits and pieces of a few other uh, sort of, uh, video training courses and read some white papers, read the exam blueprint, and uh, went in and, and passed my cloud practitioner. So uh, Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's like a foundational, you know, it's a good start to get certified in some sort of uh, cloud, Amazon cloud um, certification. You know, it's a good place to start. So uh, from here, I plan to do a lot more, but I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what I did to prepare the certification in general and, and why it's important um, on this episode. So um, w- what's your take on AWS? Um, I know VMware's you know, has an offering AWS, uh, VMware cloud on AWS. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Actually. I think for the, uh, VMware ecosystem, I mean, this is fantastic, right? You know, we've got some massive public cloud players out there now. Um, you know, Google, AWS, uh, Microsoft, um, but you know, Amazon is, is, you know, one of the biggest, if not the biggest out there, I'd, uh, I tend to suggest. So yeah, very exciting to see VMware giving the option to run, um, you know, workloads uh, on premises and also um, having the ability to move that or, or, or to at least burst that out to a public cloud provider such as AWS. So I think for a lot of administrators out there, um, this will be of uh, particular interest. I mean, um, as we all know, you know, the um, uh, VMware cloud on AWS um, uses the vSphere interface, but I think there's definitely a, a case there. If you're going to w- move your workloads, you know, maybe permanently, or, or, or you know, like I say, even if you're just going to burst it out onto AWS, I think having a good understanding of AWS itself um, it, it is definitely beneficial from an administrator's point of view. So, uh, it, yeah, I'm excited to find out more about about the exam and uh, how you found how you found it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, from the demos I saw of VMware on AWS. You know, one of the selling points is that you don't have to know, you don't have to be an AWS administrator to use v- to use VMware on AWS. But but another one of the selling points is that because your workloads are running in Amazon's cloud, you have access to all the AWS services that you can leverage. You know, off of a high speed 
uh, interconnect to the AWS cloud. So it would be great, even as a VMware administrator running in AWS, to yeah, be like you said, be aware of those services. And I think there's some like 400 plus you know services that AWS offers. People wow. typically just think of you know EC EC2. Well, I can run VMs in AWS, but there's just a crazy number of different services. I mean, yeah, of course, S3 for object storage. Um, uh, Fargate was a new container service that they announced at reInvent. Uh, there's Lambda, you know, for web services you know, functions, just all kinds of stuff. So, and, and that's one of the, the topics that you need to know about uh, for the exam specifically mm -hmm. is, you know, kind of be aware of the major AWS services, not all 400, but, you know, the major <laughs> AWS services. So yeah, yeah, let me let me share my screen here, and we can just kind of walk through some of you know what you need to be aware of. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, whilst you're doing that, David, I mean, I I actually use AWS uh, AWS myself actually uh, at home here in part of my home lab. Um, I actually run a, a small Synology device. Well, not so small. It's a, it's an eight disk uh, eighteen fifteen plus, um, but that does have the ability to actually back up uh, shares on the Synology out to the AWS cloud. Um, uh, sorry, out to the AWS um, uh, Glacier service. Uh, so that's one service I actually use within AWS um, personally at home here. And uh, yeah, I found it to be very reliable. Um, it's good for peace of mind as well. So uh, yeah, I use one of those 400 services. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I, I need to look into um, is, is backing up my data into AWS. I mean, because I think it could be a great option. I have a Synology as well. So um, one of the things that you need to be aware of, and, and I think Glacier is actually in the exam blueprint and, and it's in the essentials course. So here is the certification roadmap that Amazon offers. And the certification we're talking about today specifically is down here on the very bottom left, this foundational certification called the AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner. And as you can see, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a entry level certification below you know, some of the other common certifications, the solutions architect and the sysop administrator. But one of the things I found that was cool about the uh, certified cloud practitioner is that they offer, you know, kind of step-by-step -step, um, uh, info here on, you know, what you can do. And the first thing is they have a free six-hour AWS cloud practitioner essentials video training course, totally free. Uh, it's six hours. It's it's actually a really good course. And then from there, they offer uh, the exam blueprint, some sample questions. They recommend you read these specific white papers. And you do need to read all the white papers because they go into things like how AWS pricing works, which can get, get fairly complicated. <laughs> it's a I lot more imagine. than... Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more than just, oh, it's a few pen pennies a, a minute, you know, or an hour, whatever it is you know, to, to use EC2. There's a lot to it that you need to be aware yeah. of. Well, that's one big thing, isn't it, around the, uh, you know, um, I mean, I know a lot of people, uh, we were talking about this previously, um, you know, a lot of people are looking towards spinning up virtual environments for their, you know, effectively their, their, their home lab replacements now uh, up in the cloud, whether that be with Azure or, or Amazon, for example. And uh, yeah, both of us have heard stories of people getting these sort of random bills through uh, every month from Amazon or Microsoft, for example. Um, and they can't remember, or they don't know what these charges are for, but they're for a lab that they'd spun up 
months and months before, perhaps when they were studying for an exam or something similar, and uh, had forgotten to either stop the instance or, or tear it down afterwards. So it was still running out there in the cloud. And like I say, you know, it, it's, at the time, it can sound quite cheap, you know, just pennies or cents. Um, but obviously, if you leave it running 24-7, it can soon, uh, can soon definitely add up. Absolutely. Yeah, I've gotten those bills for um, EBS volumes that I created and then, you know, forgot about. But thankfully, like you said, they were only a, a couple bucks. So, um, but yeah, definitely read the white papers. Uh, they have a practice exam. And then you take the exam, of course, in a, you know, uh, solutions uh, exam testing center type thing. Yeah, but you didn't. Uh, so you set yours actually at uh, AWS reInvent. Is that right? I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. But, Are there any uh, benefits, you know, for people thinking of doing this? Perhaps they're going to attend AWS reInvent next year. Uh, any any benefits, uh, as you see it there, David, um, from sitting it at the show as opposed to in a, in a testing center? Because I'd imagine, you know, going to a show, you don't want the added pressure generally of having to sort of cram and practice for an exam and then, uh, you know, waste valuable time at the show then sitting the exam with all the uh, associated stress as well. Uh, did you have any thoughts on, on that? What, what would you, your preference be normally? Yeah, normally I don't take exams at shows because like you said, you know, you're there to network and, and meet people and attend keynotes and sessions and, and check out the expo. So normally I, I don't do that. But I think it just depends what your goals are. You know, I, in the past, like in the, the first few VMworlds I went to, I actually did take exams at, at VMworld. But that was before I got busy, you know, working and meeting people and, and all these things, <laughs> these other things I had to do. So I think this was my first reInvent. So I, it was kind of, you know, take me back to those early VMworlds where I didn't have all these other, you know, lofty, important things to do. I was just there to, to kind of learn. And uh, going and sitting an exam was just one way for me to prove my knowledge. And it, you know, it was pretty convenient. I was already there at the show. Uh, not everything is exactly convenient in Las Vegas, but I didn't have to drive anywhere. I walked you know, to another hotel down the way, went into the exam center, and uh, it was very efficient to go in there and, and just kind of get it done uh, quickly. Yeah. They, they had an unlimited number of slots you know, in the exam center at the show. It was humongous. So there was no waiting or, or driving or anything like that. So I guess there's pros and cons. It just depends what your goals are. Yeah, and if I if I cast my mind back to sort of previous VMworlds, I don't know if that's still the case because I haven't sat an exam at a VMworld for many years. But it's uh, you know it was either free or, or heavily discounted at least um, for a couple of the shows back then. So that's definitely a uh, you know a very very attractive for someone wanting to sit the exams rather than pay the the hundred bucks or whatever it is to uh, usually do that. Yeah, a lot of times at the shows, it is discounted. I don't know that it was at this show specifically, but a lot of times it is. Um, so yeah, this is the free six-hour video training course you can take from Amazon's training, uh, the Cloud Practitioner Essentials training course. And you know, it, it's all entry-level stuff. You don't have to know anything about AWS already. Uh, of course, I always do recommend that people get some hands-on experience. Don't just read a book and or watch a course and take a test. You know, actually go out to AWS and spin up a VM, create an S3 bucket, create uh, an elastic block storage. You know, volume, connect the volume to your EC2 VM. You know, if you're not familiar with those terms, that might sound a little scary, but 
it's really very easy uh, for anyone who's an IT professional who has basic experience, uh, you know, with these these types of concepts. Uh, it's really very easy to do, and they walk you through a lot of it in the training course. So I always recommend you know getting some hands-on experience. They have their free tier, so uh, for a lot of these things, so it, it might cost you nothing. It might cost you a couple bucks, but um, it, that hands-on experience is really invaluable. Invaluable when it comes to the test. I mean, it's a multiple choice exam, so it's not, um, you don't have to, you know, demonstrate how to do these tasks, but having that knowledge in my mind is, is always very valuable. Yeah. Um, I mean, just talking about the format there, David, you, you mentioned multiple choice. Uh, I, I mean, casting your mind back earlier this year, it must seem like a million miles, <laughs> a million years ago now, but, uh, can you remember how, how, how many, uh, questions were there that, that you had to, uh, set? Uh, it, from what I recall, it was 50 or 60 questions. Looking back here in the exam blueprint, I don't see that they publish an exact number. It may be one of those tests where the number of questions varies based on you know, how you answer the previous questions. Uh, they do say that it is exactly 90 minutes. Uh, so you have 90 minutes to take the, the test. It's all multiple choice. Um, the exact exam number that we're talking about here is the CLF dash C01 exam. Um, and if you go down, this is the exam blueprint that's on their website. They point you to the Cloud Practitioner Essentials uh, free course that I talk about, as well as a few of the other free courses on their website. Uh, of course, you can go take a an in-person classroom course if you wanted to pay for that. I didn't find that to be important, you know, in preparation for this. They give you links to the white papers they recommend talk about the exam, you know, the scoring is from 100 to 1000, uh, with a minimum passing score of 700. And then they break down the four different domains that are on the exam, with most of it, you know, being uh, the technology that makes up AWS and these AWS services, you know, knowing the difference between a, a region and a zone and, you know, why those are important, important and how many uh, regions there are, you know, roughly in the world and the benefits to having these different regions and zones um, are important. Uh, cloud so, so, so people uh, maybe who, who aren't watching this, but listening to this, so, so how it's broken up um, from what David's got on the screen here. So we've got cloud concepts, what, that's 28%, security 24%, technology 36%. So that's interesting. Definitely uh, the majority of the focus of the exam on technology and then billing and pricing at, at 12%. Um, making up the uh, the uh, you know the hundred uh, percent total there. So yeah, definitely definitely a focus on cloud concepts and technology, uh, which is which is as as you'd expect, I guess. Yeah, and you know when it comes to technology down here, they break it down in the exam blueprint. You know, um, the methods of deploying and operating an AWS cloud, the AWS global infrastructure, core services, things like that, and then the cloud concepts. You know, are just kind of more general you know, what are the benefits of public cloud, um, scalability, agility, elasticity, um, um, pay-as-you-go pricing, utility-based pricing, you know, things like that, that apply in general to just about every public cloud offering. So a lot of it is, you know, general cloud knowledge, I think mixed in with AWS, you know, specific technology that you need to know about. I was impressed that a good percentage of the exam was on security. You know, they they focused really heavily on that. 
um, and what they call the shared responsibility model, which, which is a nice way of saying, hey, you have to do security too for your, for your public cloud. Don't, don't expect Amazon to do everything for you. You know, we do our best to secure the infrastructure and the servers and everything like that. But it's your job to secure, you know, the virtual machines or the storage, whatever it is that you configure. Um, it's just not automatically secured. So, um, and then of course the billing and pricing, which, which isn't difficult, but you need to be aware of. There's many different pricing models when you start moving, you know, large amounts of enterprise workloads to AWS. It's, it's more simple than just a few cents a minute kind of thing. So. I got you. Interesting stuff. So it sounds like it's a really, like you say, David, really good sort of introductory uh, type exam to set, not only for AWS, but it sounds like a a lot of the things that you'd learn here and that you get tested on, like you say, would would apply to other sort of public cloud uh, infrastructures as well. So, uh, you know, for anyone who wants to sort of up up their game or up their knowledge uh, in in the area of public clouds, this is uh, this is a good one. And and especially, like you say, since it's free as well to sit the the exam, which is definitely uh, very attractive. Well, the, so I sh- let me clarify. The exam isn't free. Um, the exam is, I've seen $100 or $150, um, but the video training course to prepare for the exam is free. Gotcha. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense. Because that's where the bulk of the cost normally is, isn't it? If you go to attend a course. and uh... Right, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think Amazon's really making any money off of the exam. Um, you know, paying 100 or $150, most likely that's, that's mostly going to the testing center that you have to go to, to, to sit the exam. Um, but the, so the video training that they offer, the six hour training is, is free. And then of course there's other training offerings that I use. Um, Pluralsight who I've created a lot of video training for over the years has AWS training courses. Uh, they offer free trials and this is more of like a, the Netflix, you know, a video training where it's a monthly, service charge, but you have unlimited courses. Last I heard over 5,000 different courses. Um, and a number of, uh, a number of them are on AWS. And then, um, I also used for the first time, uh, a cloud guru, uh, in for a little bit of preparation for this course and, and preparing for future, uh, certifications. Um, and a cloud guru, I've been really impressed with their training and they have an AWS certified cloud practitioner. Uh, sort of uh, certification video training, you know, prep course. And just like Pluralsight, you have to pay, you know, a monthly unlimited fee to use a cloud guru, but they also have a free trial. And with the free trials from Pluralsight and a cloud guru, you might be able to watch, you know, some or all of, all of a specific course. Right. Right. I know from personal experience, I, I, for me personally, that's the method, you know, when I, when I go to learn, uh, a new product or solution such as this. I, I mean, my preference is, uh, you know, hands-on. I'm definitely not someone that can sit down with a uh, thousand-page book. I'll, I'll just never get to the end of it. Um, I'm definitely a hands-on uh, visual kind of person for learning. So that's why I find these, uh, you know, these online courses such as the, uh, uh, you know, a cloud guru or plural site, um, 
you know, fantastic. And it's amazing. It's all online now. So no, no excuses. You know, you can have it on your smart device, your phone, your tablet, um, watching it on the train on the way home or anywhere. So uh, gone are the days when you, uh, only seems like five minutes ago, I was buying actually your courses there, David, on, on DVD <laughs> <laughs> format. Um, and that was the only way that you could consume that uh, content at that stage. But uh, yeah, no, no, it's definitely an excellent service, uh, the online courses. So well worth looking into. That's right. Yeah. Times have changed. No more do you have, you know, 36 cassette tapes to listen to this audio book <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or five so DVDs to, to watch my video training course. Yeah. It's all online, uh, unlimited streaming, you know, watch it on your TV. I sometimes, some nights in bed, I watch video training courses on my TV with my headphones. Um, a lot of times when I'm driving, I have, um, the courses playing through Bluetooth audio. You know, I don't get to look at them very much. Um, but, but it's a great way to learn, you know, uh, just all the time, which I think as technology people <laughs> for better or worse, you know, we have to be learning just all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it can be a hassle sometimes, but at the same time, I don't know about you, Dave. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you're the same as myself. You know, that's, that's what drew us to technology, you know, our passion, our love for the uh, ever-changing environment and, you know, all the new products. It's, it's, it's just super exciting. And it's going to be interesting. You know, you mentioned about driving there, but not watching it. You know, it's like going from the DVDs to the streaming media. You know, you know, it's only going to be another five years or so before you'll be able to watch it in your car because the car will be driving itself. So even if you're driving to work, uh, you, you'll be able to watch these things um, <laughs> as opposed to actually having to worry about driving the car. So uh, the beauty of technology. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I, it's been fun talking about the AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner. You know, I hope to do a lot more shows where we talk about, you know, maybe VMware certification, um, other certifications. I'm preparing for the Docker Certified Associate exam as well. So maybe we can chat about that. Um, always fun talking about new technology and always fun talking about learning. Yeah, likewise. I mean, I don't have any exams lined up anytime soon. I'm pretty much, uh, you know, work work consumes most of my time. But um, yeah, I, I've got to update my VCP uh, and my other VMware certifications. I'm, I'm quite out of date with those at the moment. Um, but I'll be bringing those up to 6.5 uh, shortly, uh, spinning up the home lab again. So uh, yeah, very exciting. Awesome. Well, it's been great talking with you, Simon. See you next yeah, time. Yeah, and likewise, David. I'll see you soon. 